people told me I couldn't do a lot of things. Well, I feel like I'm the chosen one. Look at this. We created this. This didn't exist before we were here. All we are is proud and passionate. I love Toronto. I love this team. And we're going to the, the end. Nothing matters but winning. You're going to the NBA Finals for the first time in your career. Welcome, everybody, to the first ever Rapsville Weekly Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Gabriel Cellio, along with my other co-host. I'm Adam Kasucci. Welcome. Give a little sum up of what we are. We're two young diehard Raptors fans, and we're going to be giving our hot takes about NBA news and the Raptors franchise in general. So, without further ado, let's do some introductions here. Adam, you want to take it away? Yep. Uh, we're two university students from Toronto. We both love the game of basketball. Um, Gabe's going into uh, engineering, and I'm going into kinesiology for school. And uh, Gabe, when did you watch your first Raptors game? Yeah, my first Raptors game ever, I think, was around 2013. That well, I'm a little, I'm a late bloomer to basketball, I can say that. But when it was 2015, I think by that time, I started to get really dedicated, really passionate about the game, and I've been watching practically every game since. Adam, what about you? For me, it was uh, 2006. Uh, my parents kind of got me involved, my dad, just watching it. And um, I didn't understand too much in 2006, just a couple of players' names and stuff. Yeah. But as, obviously, I grew older, I started watching more, and I haven't missed uh, a game um, for, like, the last couple seasons. And 2012 is really when I started understanding, like, Raptors, like, the team and, uh, yeah. and kind of keeping up with them. Like really, day day. really dedicated. Young Bloomer here, five years old, already watching his first game. We can only wish that, that we do that to our sons, set them up that early. Okay. Yes, sir. So our, our format here, to give a little sum up of what we're going to be doing, we're thinking it's going to be one or two main topics every episode. We're going to try keeping these episodes somewhat short. We're going to aim for around the 20-minute mark, just so you know people don't get too bored and stuff, and you can hear the full segment. And we're going to be giving our opinions a lot, along with rep- uh, presenting to you guys facts, stuff that you guys didn't know, maybe some history about the Raptors. We had a couple segments lined up, ready to go. And uh, yeah, we're mainly a Raptors account. And, and for Instagram, we have our Instagram links in here, and also a podcast. But we also want to introduce some basketball, big league news, everything, really. Well, yeah, like I think it's important that we introduce like the big leagues and just in case because uh, Raptors, Raptors con can run out a bit easily yeah. um, after like mm-hmm. a- after plenty of episodes, you know, so um, it's good so, to yeah. stay open. Long story short. Yeah. And then enough people start watching. Mm-hmm. We were going to think maybe any special episodes you guys like us to maybe make for you guys. Just let us know either basketball related or even another segment. I know personally, I enjoy a lot of different movies. I follow some other sports. So anything like that, let me know. Adam, what about you? What are you interested in? Yep. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm all for sports. I've been watching sports forever. I've been. Uh, I just love the suspense in it. I love. I love just sitting down on my TV, and just paying attention to the games. Um, with friends, especially. Of and, uh, yeah, I, I watch hockey, soccer, basketball, uh, football, but I'm mostly like I'm most educated in basketball and soccer. Yep. So yeah. Yeah, fun story just to throw in there is that me and Adam used to play soccer together, rep soccer. 
for our local township. Yes, sir. And, you know, long years coming. We had a nice childhood together, some fun moments. And that's where we're both yeah, our memories. Yeah, that's where our love for soccer really took off is when we were kids. We used to play it a lot. And then, you know, once we both kind of stopped, we both transitioned to a lot of basketball, really. Yeah, I felt, yeah, it was just we, uh, after soccer, I felt basketball like was our next sport. And I felt like even our, a lot of our friend groups as well transitioned into basketball. It's yep. like a really uh, fun sport. Yeah, for sure. That's why I started playing it even late as well. Okay, so Raptors winning the championship. We're coming off a championship season here. We could have maybe threw in a back-to-back this year. Who knows? But you got to throw some respect to the mans. We won a championship, a very special moment for this franchise, friends around the world, especially in Toronto, you know, parading with triumph as we were able to beat Golden State and then the 24-year drought. Let's go. Shout out to the boys. Do you want to give a little bit of a a recount of, of you know, what, what we went through, our experiences about this playoff and, you know, the whole moment in general? Yes, sir. Gabe, do you want to start? Or, okay, or okay I start? I'll start. Um, so, you know, starting from the beginning of the, of the playoffs, you know, I tried watching as much games as possible. We're both, you know, university students now, first years. So we had a lot of, I, I've been working part-time and, you know, some games got in the way of, of work, but, you know, I'd always try to sneak out of work, go check the score, see what's going on. But uh, yeah, starting off with Orlando, you know, game one, lo- game one loss, everybody throws everybody, everything out the window. We're all like, you know, expecting a sweep, expecting an easy dub. We want to get out of the first round, no hassles. And then we lose the first game. It already threw off, you know, the pace a little bit. And everyone's starting to get a little choked up, like what's going on here. But obviously took care of business that was out of the way. Philly, Philly, what what a series, you know, back and forth. Both teams showing a lot of heart, a lot of ups and downs. You know, we had some good games. Then Joel Embiid got all cocky with his airplane. And, you know, we had to... <laughs> We had to show them whose who's, who's game this is and who really wants to win. And, you know, Game 7 was a huge, huge moment. Franchise history, probably wow. the best of all time. And I was lucky enough to be courtside. He was there. I was lucky he enough was to be there. courtside that game, Game 7. And I was on the side that uh, I was right across from Kawhi. I had Kyle Lowry in my corner. And I remember that last, that last play. The whole game was back and forth. And then I remembered... He has the chance, guys. Like, we all looked at – me and my friends over there, we all looked at each other and we're like, he has a chance to hit the buzzer beater. Get out your phones. We all got out our phones, got Snapchat ready. We're all – I'm ready to record. I see the inbounds happening. I'm like, okay, it's going to Kawhi. There it is. And I have the whole thing on recording, just watching him go up for the shot. You know, the whole stadium went in the complete dead silent. Everyone's, like, breath just to stop watching this ball rattle around the rim and – you know, no one knew, is it going to drop? We're all waiting for it. I, I got Kyle in front Incredible. of me, like, just anticipating the minute it sinks, just the whole stadium, man, like thousands and thousands of people just erupting. Everyone, me and my friends, jumping, screaming. Kyle Lowry in front of me, jumping with his two hands up, getting all excited. What a moment. What a moment, man. Like, a, like the, a shot heard around the world, you know. You still see, to this day, commentary highlight reels top plays it's always played and can always there's some angles where you can see me and my buddies the back of our heads and it's crazy to be a part of a moment like that in history and it was just truly something special to be a part of and that really was a fantastic fantastic series and you know it made it a lot more interesting to watch how the Raptors were going to fare so you know made it to Milwaukee lose two off the bat down 2-0 it's it's tough you know you're like okay they took a bit they took care of business at home now it's our job to do the same thing so you know the Raptors pulled through they got the job done, you know, a couple big games, 
intensity is high watching every game, you know, with your friends and stuff, seeing the back and forth, seeing Kawhi hit some big shots, some monster dunks on Giannis, you know, the intensity of every bucket just was, was just like amplifying because, you know, we were, we were getting closer. We were one step closer. Eastern Conference Finals. We were just about to make the finals for the first time ever. Like, the buildup was just crazy. Every bucket, every basket, everything. Three-pointers, dunks. It's just so much energy. And it, it's just unreal. So, you know, eventually when you make it to Golden State, we made the finals. Like, that was a huge accomplishment in itself. And, you know, all of our friends were just like, you know, they, they could do it. You know, it's a tough. Golden State's a tough team. But you can never shoot us out. We got, we got heart. We got passion. We're just a tough team to beat, 100%. So, you know, Golden State, obviously – we thought for, right off the bat, we're like, we're, we're going to do this. We're going to take this, maybe even take it at home, bring it back in game five. And, you know, it was unfortunate that we couldn't close out. Uh, you know, Lowry, tough shot. I think Draymond Green got a little bit of hand on that. But we, we yeah. played great, though. We, we, had, we had a great series. Some great guys. Fred Van Vliet stepped up big, hit a bunch of big shots. Pascal dominated a couple games. Kawhi, obviously, is just the man he is. Lowry, that intensity he brings every night. So it was just a great series to watch. And I remember game six, a bunch of my friends were at, we were at someone's house and we just began absolutely losing our minds. Every basket that went in, we're just clapping our hands, cheering, getting so into it because, you know, we're so close to finally achieving something that we've never done before, making the NBA finals, winning a championship, just something that we never even imagined that we thought it could be possible. We never thought that with, you know, the squad we had before that we could ever get there. But with the likes of Kawhi Leonard, we hope that it would one day be possible. So, you know, especially that ending the fourth quarter, every time we just wanted to hear that final buzzer. But every time that ref kept adding time back on the clock, every last foul, we were just anticipating that moment for the championship, man. And that feeling when the buzzer finally sounded and you heard Matt Devlin call out that, that famous Canada, it's yours. <laughs> the NBA title is yours. You know, that's, that feeling is unexplainable. I just remember a, a, a rush of adrenaline, emotion euphoria all everyone just screaming jumping on each other hugging like it was such a surreal moment i remember my friends we all headed out to market lane which is an area where people in our town get together for big sports events we started driving around honking our car horns cheering enjoying the night i know i saw adam and some of our other friends all going around you know going crazy driving in their cars and it, like, it was one moment where everyone like everyone that you knew just came together to celebrate like a common achievement and you know, we were hugging strangers, giving high fives, celebrating this amazing moment. And doesn't you know, matter who you were. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Everyone, everyone we knew was coming by. People from high school, people we've we've played soccer with in our past, cousins, friends, everyone was just coming by, cheering, screaming, honking our horns. Like it was just truly once in a lifetime opportunity to be a part of. And and I wish one day we get to relive it. Maybe our kids get to relive it, uh, or live it for the first time actually. But you know, I, it's just such an unreal moment, and I wish I have the chance to experience it again. And I'm sad that I did not get to attend the championship parade this, the, that year because, you know, we had exams for school. Uh, but no doubt that was like a, a moment in history that will never be forgotten, something uh, integral to the franchise. And I wish I was able to attend just to celebrate with the entire city. So that's my story. I'm going to give Adam, you know, give your take on the playoffs and what you experienced there. Yes, sir. So, yeah, I've been watching. Um, well, I watched the playoff run. And I can honestly say it was one of the best experiences in my whole life. Um, I never missed a minute of, like I said before, of the of all 82 of the season games, as well as the postseason. So I really pride myself on that and uh, and being very committed to the team. Nav super fan over here. And yeah, and I and I just enjoy watching them. I mean, um, 
there's been times where I've had assignments and I've had to put, uh, like find a way to get them mm-hmm. done before and time management just to get in uh, to watch that seven o'clock game or even the Western uh, road trips that the Raptors had. I feel you. Just watching, um, watching them staying up late and school the next morning, um, mm-hmm. getting a little bit of less hours of sleep, yep. but it's okay. That's, that always works. And uh, yeah. And um, I remember at the beginning of the playoffs, um, a lot of people doubted Toronto. And uh, how are they going to play with the Bucks, the Warriors? How are they going to play with these teams in a seven-game series? Yeah. Cause like guys like Giannis, Clay, Curry. Like these are top guys in the NBA. We had our own uh, Kawhi, Lowry, Siakam. But uh, we, we, didn't, we didn't know if we can compete uh, with them. And then obviously the playoffs, the game one loss with Orlando yeah. playoffs starting. Really shook a lot. And that's a tough one to take. Uh, DJ Augustine, this guy's coming around picks, shooting mm-hmm. threes getting to the rim and uh, yeah, I felt like that game was, was poorly refereed, but uh, yeah, he had a great game and, uh, but I did feel that nurse did rally the troops and he got them back together yeah. and then winning the next four straight. And I felt like they were just a different team after that game one. And that was, that was, I think really important to their confidence yeah, built character. And, and to their, and to their run moving forward. I think it was, it was a big part of it. Then moving on to Philly, I felt like that series was like a back and forth series. I felt like um, there was no like real, real, real winner. I felt like there was like, mm-hmm. it was kind of going back and forth. And then, wow, it's just like after, after the game, the game six loss in Philly, um, everyone was just questioning. It's one game. Like mm-hmm. we're here in Toronto. We got to, we got to extend this. Yep. We, we got to make it to, um, to the Eastern conference finals. It's a, versus the Bucks. Yeah, it's a do or die really. And you got the fans supporting you. You got our fans are crazy fans, all that energy, but it's a do or die. So one mistake, you know, could be the end of it. Yeah. And I felt, um, you could feel the tension in the building. Gabe, yeah. Gabe, you were there. Mm-hmm. There was, uh, I could feel it literally through the TV. Everyone was, Evan was on their feet. Yep. Um, every bucket the Philadelphia scores, it was the arena went silent. Yeah. Like it was, mm-hmm. it was a very um, big, big event in Toronto. And For sure. uh, and yeah, and then obviously with Kawhi with Nurse calling the timeout, and then Kawhi coming around with the ball, dribbling down the right corner, mm-hmm. just pulls up, fade away. And that ball rolled around. At first, I didn't think it was going in. Yeah. It took the first bounce was the worst one. I yeah. Think. Yep. I didn't think it was going in. I thought he missed it. And then that it, first just, it hit all parts of the iron and found the way in. Mm-hmm. Truly SCV, miraculous. Lowry, Baca, just putting their arms in the air. It was like, a, and, the, and the Leonard scream. That was, that was amazing. Yeah, that photo. That, that photo of him on the ground. Everyone around him. Joel Embiid just sulking. Everyone just jumping on Kawhi. Yes. Yeah, and um, I also feel that I wanted to mention um, Philly. I felt like they they just they didn't have it with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid as leaders. I respect them as players, mm-hmm. and I feel like they're two really good talents in the NBA. But I don't think I don't think they were ready, especially at that point of time. Huh. And Ben Simmons still cannot shoot a three ball, which I I tell Gabe all the time, uh, and I just dislike about his game. But yeah, I feel like Ben Simmons he couldn't really stretch the floor for the 76ers. And I felt Embiid, his stamina was an issue, and I felt like he wasn't he wasn't always engaged in the game, and I felt like he was like taking plays off on the defensive end, and every possession is important in the postseason, and I feel like uh, and that Embiid kind of just kind of drifted away from the leader that he could have been. Okay, were, so moving yeah. back, it was just that they were really like they were young, they were young, and they were I think just too inexperienced at the time. That was the problem. 
they yeah. they just they lacked maybe I don't know maybe confidence. It, it was hard to tell. And wasn't was that the and was that in the playoffs where they also scored that zero point game? Yes, yes. And uh, yeah, and uh, now moving on to the Bucks series. Um, going into that series, we knew the Bucks had weapons: Bledsoe, Brogdon, Giannis, Middleton. They had weapons. Brooke Lopez, that guy's been hitting threes and and and, and he's been torturing us in the games we played against <laughs> against the Bucks. There's another truth. And uh, yeah, and the first two games, uh, we got dominated both ends of the floor. Defensively, we were like a step slow. We were getting blown bys, draws and kicks to the corners, and they were hitting threes like crazy. Yeah. And we couldn't stop Giannis's penetration. And I felt like once we we got that, we stopped Giannis's penetration to the rim. We can we can finally like start breaking them down, and and their offense would soon fall apart. After the first two games, uh, once again, Nick Nurse he, he puts them together. He literally makes them united as a team, and he kind of his game plans are really unreal. Like they, I guess maybe not playing the Bucks for the first two games. I guess he kind of realized some things they did and some things they didn't do well, and he capitalized on that. And um, and yeah, they he they came out. Won the next four games. It was unreal with Kawhi getting the left hand slam over Giannis mm-hmm. in in game six, which was so unreal. And uh, yeah. Kawhi really took over that series. And I felt FVV was also getting back into it after having a poor series in the Philly in the Philly series. Mm-hmm. But Gabe knows me. I, don't, I never doubt. I never doubted him. Yeah. And uh, I never doubted him since day one in Wichita State. He's uh he's a real competitor and a warrior in that guy. Yeah. You also you gotta give credit to Nick Nurse. Like you're saying, like, you know, coming off that, that first season as a head coach, you know, big assignment, already given a, a team that wants to win a championship, big moves being made, like taking in Kawhi Leonard, like a lot of pressure is put on him to deliver this year, especially by Masai and like, you know, upper management. You know, they're putting you in a position yeah. where this might be your only chance to win because Kawhi could walk. So you have to take advantage now. And if we want to win, it's gotta be this year and you know, he delivered. He did his job. He brought the chip home. What more can you ask for? It's a pressurized moment, and he did it. And I felt like he, he's just a – he kind of worked his way up from uh, from coaching. And uh, and I think that good for him. Like, I mean, he, he is – I think the, was the best candidate for, for the job. And uh, we kind of saw it in stints behind Casey, but we didn't really see, see too, much, too much of him. But, uh, yeah, it turned out well. And then now moving on to the Golden State series, the super team. There could be a lot of hot takes on Durant's and Clay and Clay's injuries. Mm. Um, but I feel like there's no excuses there. I feel like the, the Raptors worked their butts off. They played they played as hard as they could in that series. And knowing they were the less talented team, they literally worked, I would say, even double as hard as Golden State did. And um, they knew they knew the weapons that Golden State had. Of Curry, Clay, Draymond, and they and Durant, obviously. Yeah. But uh, I thought FVV did a great job of closing out Steph Curry in that series. Yeah, and uh, and I think uh, Pascal too, uh, leveling out Draymond Green, make, keeping him off the glass. Yeah, he had some good games, yeah. thirty point games. Yeah, game one. Even even Gasol, I'm not going to forget about yeah. him. He had uh, a lot of people questioned his offense early on, but I thought he did a great job on a defensive end. And moving the ball also on the offensive end, high IQ guy. Yeah, great passer, can spread the floor a little bit. He's a great big when he yeah. was playing you know, on, on his game. And I just wanted to talk after the the game the game five loss. Um, 
it was kind of tough uh, knowing that uh, we could have won. We could have won the the championship at home, but uh, and it, it was a it was a tough tough game. And uh, they played well in the in the last two minutes. They really uh, it was there was a questionable timeout by Nurse, but uh, but I think I would have called I would have called it as well. He kind of he just wanted to slow everything down, and uh, but yeah, and they kind of just slipped a bit in the last two minutes with Clay hitting that big shot. And, yeah, uh, that was and, big. Yeah. It was uh, it was a lot of pressure for sure, and you know, feeling that that loss, you know, the Raptors fans, you know, our, our hearts kind of like sunk for a second, and we're like, you know, you don't want to give a team like Golden State the light of day, giving them one win, sure, you know, could have yeah. fueled the fire. Yeah, no, and uh, and then going into Game Six, like this, this is in the last game at Oracle Arena, like this is. This is going to be a historic game forever. And I felt like mm-hmm. Kyle Lowry, I don't know what he listened to before that game, but he yeah. was on fire. He, he was started on hot. fire. 11 points straight. Like, he was on fire, on fire. For sure. He, he wanted it, man. He brought that, that he mentality. He knew that this was the chance. This yeah. was the chance for him. Yeah, if he this wanted. This was really his opportunity. Exactly. If he wanted and to be he, a champion. He performed. Yes, he did. No, and I felt uh, also the second half, I felt like... Um, yeah, the Warriors kind of made a couple runs in the game, but I felt like, uh, like Jack says, Jack Armstrong, one of the reporters of the Raptors on Ben but never break. The Raptors were, were sometimes um, caught in like bad runs and uh, giving up a couple of of, of, of cheap fouls and and, and buckets and threes, yeah. and I felt uh, they did a good job. I felt they did a good job of uh, of stopping that and just and staying composed and uh, trusting each other on the defensive end. And then I just want to bring in FEV. I just want to say that fourth quarter was, along with Siakam hitting the hit, hitting the the big bucket yeah, at the end. I guess Raymond. FEV just everyone doubting him in the Philly series, and then having such a turnaround. Wow, just such a great series. And then that game six when everything was on the line, hitting those four threes, yeah. getting twelve points in that fourth quarter from a bench player at the time was unreal mm-hmm. even though I, I still i still think he should have been starting in that, yeah. in that lineup but some of those tough shots yeah, man he, yeah and uh he made them he did it and uh that was literally unreal and uh a lot of my friends doubted him but uh he, he just he did his thing he did his thing and he uh pulls he through. it out steady yep, freddy, steady freddy. <laughs> exactly okay adam any yep, more steady. comments on like uh you know after the championship what was your experience like market lane Mark Elaine was was great. Uh, we hopped in the car with my buddy uh, John, and uh, and a couple others. And uh, yeah, and we ha- we literally went down to Mark Elaine. It was like I was feeling like I was in like a fantasy a fantasy world. It was like it was crazy. Everyone was honking their horns. Everyone was out was was hands out the window, yep. screaming, "We won it <laughs> finally!" And uh, and I think it's it's from all those people who've been waiting all those years and those down years. In the in the two thousands and the early two thousand the two thousand tens and Barnani years all, the, all that yeah we it was there was a lot of downtime there was a lot of losing it was it was a yeah. lot of hate towards the team sometimes in that time and uh, and yeah and they just pulled through and it was a great experience going down to Market Lane seeing you there yeah and like you said seeing uh, old friends um, cousins yeah. people I played soccer with people from high school. Um, yeah, and it was uh, it was a great experience. Uh, everyone everyone was so hyped up, and it was it's something yeah. I always remember. And 
it'll, it'll uh, be an experience I'll never forget. Yeah, it was truly inspiring just to see, you know, the whole city come together for a moment for once and, you know, all differences put aside, all adversities, all you know, negative energy, yeah. hate, all that stuff just put aside for a second. Not a thought in our mind was crossing about, like, you know, crimes or any bad news. We just all focused on the good and the whole city just yeah. came together and enjoyed a moment and it was just beautiful. Okay, mm-hmm. I think I think that's wrapped up for our intro podcast we want to thank you all for listening and you know we'll be recording soon we are thinking that we are going to be most likely posting mondays and fridays so this will be coming out on one of those days and we will be going through our raptors instagram um, instagram instagram.com slash rapsville that page will be having links where we can we'll be posting it on there most likely in audio form and it'll also be available on spotify and other listening services so before we go, I just wanted to give a special shout out to our frontline workers for all the hard work they've been putting in to COVID-19. And uh, thank you for keeping our city as safe as possible and uh, dedicating your time to such an important cause. Also, we want to acknowledge all the protests going on right now for George Floyd and all the Black Lives Matter movements. It is extremely important to come together and stand up to the injustices that are going on in the world today. Our voices need to be heard in this cry for, injust- uh, for justice and equality. So we're hoping that everyone stays safe in these troubling times, and we hope you all enjoyed the podcast. So that's us signing out. Peace. Peace.